Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to No Hope, the podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Bradley, and I am joined once again by Adam Steele. Hello. Good to be here. Yeah, man. How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm yeah. going to be fine. It's the rest of the world I'm worried yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, this is episode 61. Today is October 3rd, 2020. Possibly the last year of all of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 going out with the bang. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so, you know, we had Adam and I had, uh, exchanged some messages. Um, I don't know, two days ago. I. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like basically the day after the debates, and we were eat. Adam was like, "Yeah, you know, talk about the um, Trump taxes and and the debates, you know." And you know, we're just talking now before we we started this up, and it's like, do I mean the the tax thing is just blown up, and I'm not even sure if people yeah. give a shit about hearing about, <laughs> about any debate analysis. Um, I'm sure you've everybody's been you know every one of their podcasts that they follow have like done an episode on it yeah um, so hopefully we'll bring something a little bit different but uh yeah so the big news is is donald trump tests positive for covid along with uh his wife and uh it came from a staff and now uh, a bunch of other people too yeah. including like chris christie and other people uh, yeah. so isn't it a couple people in the senate that are supposed to be part of getting this um supreme court justice thing knocked out i saw that just before we came on i did see that i, I didn't look into it yet though to know if it's more like speculation because like you can't trust anything now until you like really dig into it and see like is this something someone said or are we talking about actual positive cases here where the person admitted it themselves right yeah so senate gop's third positive covid case threatens a quick barrett confirmation so i guess like at the the simplest level i mean if they can't they can't come in now Right. Like for if you test positive, I mean, it's going to be at least two weeks till they're even back in the Senate. I don't know if they do anything on Zoom calls, but uh, maybe they, they they wanted to do a bunch of stuff remotely earlier in the year. But then objections were raised about that not meeting like whatever the legal requirements are for a quorum. And I don't know what became of that because no one cared then. Now. Yeah. Now, whatever the positions were before, I can tell you what the positions are going to be right, now. Right, right. Who's going to be on which side of, well, we have to obey the letter of, you know, quorum. Yeah. Can't disrespect quorum. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the uh, the beginning, right? I mean, and at, at first, uh, or whenever, the last year of Obama's presidency, the Democrats yeah. were railing that, hey, you know, we, he's the elected president and this is his duty to nominate and, and we should, you know, yep. uh, honor that. And then now, you know, and then the Republicans are like, no, you know, the, the people need to <laughs> people speak. need to weigh in yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And then they just flip flop and they both yeah. yell at each other for being flip floppers. Although I would say that generally it's just pointed out that the Republicans have switched 
but it's very rarely also mentioned that, well, aren't all the Democrats uh, senators now on the opposite side of this argument and claiming that we should wait? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) It's, but the thing is like, it was all such transparent bullshit initially that if you're getting upset by this, you're letting them play you like really hard because it was always going to be, I'm going to do the thing that I think gets me what I want. And I'm going to come up with the fig leaf of an excuse for that. Yeah. You know, motivated reasoning occurs like in decent people in normal times. And these are not decent people and we are not in normal times. So you know, what's going to (laughs) happen. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, Absolutely, as expected, these people are um, acting as, you know, politicians and Mm -hmm. with absolutely no scruples and and no no morals. I I saw... um, Hey, you know what? For all... Again, like, Trump is, like, the biggest, you know, whatever. He's bullshit or liar. But at least he said, like, I can do this, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. He right, basically yeah. said that it, like it wasn't like attempting to like split hairs on like the fine differences between Merrick Garland and this nomination. He was just like, "Hey, I'm still in office. I'm going to do this." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, that's essentially the analysis. We were like, "Oh, well, you know, when the Democrats were in the same situation before in the Republic, it's like, yeah, but they weren't." Or they would have actually <laughs> right. put a new justice in, but they right. didn't have the Senate. It's just right. It's really as simple as that. It's 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 like this is real life and the stakes are they're they're so high. There's so much money and power out there on the line. You know, nobody's just gonna say, Oh, fair play. I'll I'll lose like X number of millions of dollars because yeah. I'm going to let this thing happen this way because I right. feel like it's the right thing to do, do, even though legally I can just like jam through my, you know, my desires. and Right. Yeah. We're talking about like some like norms of these various institutions, but like they're hazy normally. Yeah. So it's like to expect them to be, it's not like they're saying like, oh, you got to like kill this innocent person to get the person to court like they might yeah. do it then right. like this is just like well, there are some norms here and you're eroding them and then next time it's going to be more acrimonious it's like that's probably true that's right. probably true but when the stakes are high enough they're just yeah. going to go ahead and do what yeah. they want certainly seems more acrimonious than i recall you know rewinding yeah. back even you know obama time seemed a bit more acrimonious and um mm-hmm. And in the Bush, you know, uh, young young Bush, um, I I feel like that seemed more acrimonious than the Clinton times. Although now I I kind of think I'm getting young enough that I may just not have really been paying attention. Clinton, was come on, high ch- school. Ch- ch- Chimpy McHitlerburton, that's what they're calling Bush. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I tell you, when people are, you know, younger people that I talk to um, that really hate Trump. And I, I mean, I was just like, I mean, look, man, I mean, this dude isn't even close to what mm-hmm. George W. Bush was. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Like, right. Patriot Act, starting multiple wars. Um, you know, for for them, I mean, they're lefties, so he they would he let the the uh, assault weapon ban sunset, yeah, cut taxes. I mean, you know, 
he he had something <laughs> for everybody. Um, Tariffs on steel, that was my big one where I was like, oh, I guess the Republicans aren't for free trade anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I, And I remember I went to see that movie W with um, some some girl in and she's a she's a lefty and uh she uh and it was you know and this was so long ago um i mean i don't know 10 years ago or whatever but (laughs) feels you know feels ancient um i mean because it came i think right after obama was elected or something i i don't know okay it might have still been in um bush's presidency but the whole thing people are laughing and the whole thing is this you know oh he's so stupid he's so tough you know and that was for for people that don't remember that to me was the main attack like the main attack on trump is this this notion that he's a white supremacist or he's racist Mm -hmm. um which i i also don't believe um i mm-hmm. i think that the the evidence of that is is very weak uh you know you want to say he's a uh, um he's sexist well all right i mean it seems mm-hmm. to be on tape being pretty sexist <laughs> <laughs> but i also yeah. feel like honestly guys are on average there's a lot more sexist guys than there are white supremacist guys you know like I, yeah that's that's almost certainly the case. <laughs> yeah, like I honestly feel that s- sexism is something legitimately culturally that we have like a lot more room to to you know that I I actually do think that there over the years um, there have definitely been things that uh, you know that I do or say and, and the way I act that. You know, I don't think are really cool, and and they're mm-hmm. so like ingrained that I didn't, didn't even notice it. You know, um, mm-hmm. but I just don't, I just don't really think that it's nearly as prevalent with with the the racism. Um, well, but it's just it's so much more socially acceptable. I mean, you can tell from like that tape where he said that yeah. about grabbing the women by their crotch like you can t- there's like another person there and that person is just like ha, 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 ha. Yeah. instead of like if it was yeah. like a racial comment right. like everyone knows that like that would be extraordinarily risky unless you really knew this other person was like a heinous racist like you were like yeah it is a highly unacceptable thing to be I you like can get away with being a mild a mild sexist that's just like right. <laughs> it's there's boy there are boys clubs out there but there isn't like i just don't think that these guys are getting in rooms and being like oh i hate all the black people but like yeah. i guarantee you you could find a lot of guys in a lot of rooms saying a lot of stuff that would be unacceptable in public about ladies yeah yeah for sure in like really believing you know like really believing it um yeah um, yeah exactly <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, so anyway, just that this like W movie. I, I just I just remember I remember, you know, everybody laughing, he's so dumb and blah 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 and all that. And I really was annoyed. Like by the time I left, I remember talking to this girl and uh yeah. you know, once again me just like nuking any shot of <laughs> like really going anywhere. Me just going on some crazy rant after it about like, you know, 
like this isn't funny. Like it's not a joke. Yeah. Like this guy is a murderer. Like he's <laughs> killing. Like you know, I don't know what the counts were back then, but you know, yeah. the usual standard line. You know, genocide in the Middle East. I, I don't know if I would have would have used genocide yet. I feel like the Obama administration really moved it to Middle East genocide because of he mm. hit, hit so many countries, uh, yeah. whereas his was more particularly focused. But you know, I was like. If you're being really generous, we'll say hundreds of thousands of people have, mm-hmm. have died, you know, under, uh, you know, in, during the Bush presidency. And like, it's just, it's just not, it's not funny. And I think that, yeah, this really kind of goes against, uh, you know, I don't know, the, the way, uh, you know, like, it does a disservice, and 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 it really downplays the worst things. But what it really, I guess, what they were really doing is setting the stage for Obama to like notch it, you know, turn it up even further, and have the left used to not caring. Yeah, I think you're overthinking this. Like, yeah. it's it, no one knew for sure what the right answers were in the Middle East, and it is like the logic of government that you are allowed to make mistakes that lead to hundreds of thousands of deaths. Okay. You can, but being dumb is something you can always make fun of someone for being, which is like exactly opposite of the way it should be. Because if a person is dumb, it's not actually their fault. You realize that like, it's probably mostly just the way that they were born. Uh So that's the thing that shouldn't be okay to make fun of the person about. Cause if they are dumb, it's probably not their fault. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. but it's a but it's a status thing because the person you read the movie with couldn't say for sure that if they were in Bush's place they would have known the right thing to do on the Middle East. Yeah. But it's always easy to make fun of the guy for being stupid. But and like were... not being a good but he wasn't even dumb, he just was a bad public speaker predominantly. Like that was yeah. but like again, like there's a status thing going on there. And people who are clever and witty get to make fun of people who are like more hesitant or like bad at public speaking. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah. That's the way they elevate their status. I mean, I, to some extent, but I, I, I mean, people were pretty. The left was, you know, pretty anti-war at that point. You know, they were, they were, you know, showing up uh, with the yeah. libertarians and stuff. And it was all signaling. Right it yeah. was all signaling. It wasn't like the libertarian mindset says, like, oh, here are some principles, and we'll proceed from these. Mm-hmm. That isn't like how the left views, like foreign intervention yeah it's just just it's the gut feeling based on how much you trust the person particular person who's in charge that's like the yeah. start and end that's the start and end of it yeah i mean i, I i'm obviously learning that now um, yeah i i guess i wondered if they would switch back to being you know more anti-war you know when a republican was back in office but Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Um, I mean, and even though you know Trump ostensibly is, you know, turning down the volume uh, on on all of the the war in the Middle East in general. I mean, he's still in there, and there's still mm-hmm. lots and lots to protest against. And I, but I, yeah, I guess that, it wasn't easy. Uh, it's not easy easy to make the criticism of him because he kind of goes like. He's like kind of like a sideways. It's like sometimes you have a tug of war and then someone pulls sideways and <laughs> yeah. Trump like is the one pulling sideways where it's like, I don't actually know what he's doing. Like 
he says one minute he's getting everything out of everywhere and like there's a huge criticism for that and the next minute he like reneges on it or like sells a bunch of weapons to saudi arabia so like it's not easy to peg this person or like make it make the critique that way yeah and i mean i thought that possibly just the hypocrisy does know some bounds that they that Mm. they just couldn't turn back on a dime after obama was out and suddenly be like yeah (laughs) against the wars that obama you know that were started under under his regime but um anyway so um let's get to what do you want to the debate or covid (laughs) first let's do let's talk about covid now no, th- tell me, talk about the debate because you made okay. a good point to me that you texted me after it was over about what was not mentioned in yeah. this debate, and it's <laughs> and it's really interesting. Yeah. So you know, and I and I even went before I sent you the text. I even just looked it up to make sure. Less than one year ago, Trump was <laughs> impeached. I mean, he was actually impeached, and it was not mentioned at the debate. Like it. Could there be like a bigger hammer to beat the the sitting president over the head with, uh, unless it was just complete BS? But I don't think the Democrats believe that it was BS. You know, they believe the only reason he is in there is because the Republicans have the Senate and the trial. Yeah. He wasn't whatever they called it, found guilty or whatever, confirmed. Yeah. Um, but that was absolutely like the <laughs> i couldn't believe it it was just beyond like beyond all imagination like what somebody suggested i i mentioned it to somebody else and they said i don't know man i mean he's like maybe there was some tit for tat like we won't bring up impeachment if you don't bring up you know something else like the war mm-hmm. or, or I, I i don't know i'm not i don't know um he mentioned them going after him, though. You know what I mean? Like, he mentioned yeah. the investigation and all that stuff. And 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 that would have been a perfect opportunity for Biden to jump on that and be like, <laughs> oh, it's only the, it was the third, peach, third president to be impeached or some low number. I don't yeah. actually know if it was third or what. Um, yeah. But it didn't happen. And <laughs> it's really weird. I just, it so yeah so like I don't under why, why is that is is it that more people are seeing this as just have been some like confusing like ambiguous mess or what I mean it was three straight years of yeah dominating. leading up to that right I mean it dominated the news for three years and it dominated his presidency for three years it is. The biggest thing, I, I mean, I really think that uh, that that COVID is still number two as far as you know his his the first term of his legacy mm-hmm. or you know whatever. It's this is just it was bananas. I mean, yeah, you know, and he brought up Biden brought up the uh, like the Russian bounties, which is just mm-hmm. like a total BS. Yeah, that that never stuck. And it was like, well, why bring that up? I mean, why not just be like, this is what you got impeached for? I mean, there, there's got to be some pretty quick bullet point summary of this is what, you know, the Senate or the House said you did. And they found you. I, I don't I don't know what the right terminology is, but they impeached mm-hmm. you. And these were the yeah. reasons, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't know. 
Would yeah, he? I I'm just guessing that the 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 what he would have had to say to say this president did X would have been like convoluted and confusing and uncertain and no one would have known maybe what he was talking about but he doesn't have to say any of that all he has to do is say like oh president trump's one of the only ex-presidents to ever be impeached yeah. and it <laughs> and it's a stain on our nation and blah 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 yeah yeah, yeah. It so, doesn't need so to he, he either he, maybe he just forgot and he was yeah. supposed to say he had like a canned line that he just forgot to make like yeah that's probably number one explanation number two is they know that it didn't get them anywhere and it just yeah. was unpopular so he didn't bring it up for that reason he, he must have done a he done a ton of prep so you know he probably knew what he did and didn't want to say yeah he probably he should have just shut up man you got impeached <laughs> like just drop that you got impeached yeah. like yeah at least good. i didn't get impeached <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have made any sense but that doesn't yeah. matter it, no, it definitely wouldn't matter it was uh <laughs> So it was a lot of nonsense. Um, I was watching it on ABC, and okay. I didn't even know. I mean, I just put something on, and and it was it, yeah. that was. And at the end, I I liked their initial analysis. <laughs> they uh, they the guy the the commenter is like, okay, you know, that's like the end of the debate, and they bring it to the guy to to start talking about what happened, and he said, well. So that was the worst presidential debate I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, there you go. So, I mean, I don't normally, I can't normally watch these things, even when they're like medium civil. Yeah. I watched this one out of sheer, like, like watch to watch a train wreck. Yeah. You know? And it was just, it was as heinous as you'd expect. But these guys, both of them just seemed so like dumb or out of it. That, like, there wasn't even anything substantive behind any of it. Like, there wasn't even any, like, oh, you know, here is some specific thing that Trump did wrong that I would do differently. Yeah, it was that. It was like Trump would say, uh, you know, Biden would say, blah, 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 something about, you know, this green energy stuff or whatever. And then Trump says, your plan is going to cost $100 trillion. And the rebuttal yeah. is, no, it's not. Yeah. And it's <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> or or start he started going down the path of of blaming well i mean weirdly like you, what, i mean i don't know who else he would have been blaming since it's obviously him versus trump but about the brazilian rainforest and then, <laughs> i don't even remember <laughs> that talking about the brazilian rainforest is getting uh you know deforested mind you like this i remember this was an issue back when I was in the 80s, when yeah, I was in yeah. like elementary school and we had mm -hmm. Earth Days and we were worried about the two big things were the hole in the ozone layer and mm -hmm. the rainforest. Those were yeah. like the big, big, you know, so he's reviving that. And I guess like he never really said it, but it, apparently somehow was blaming Trump. And then he was saying, well, you know, I, what I would do is I would give <laughs> it was just like it. Every country in some group, uh, I'm not sure what like alliances was or whatever. Maybe it's the par the people who were in that Paris Accords or okay. Each country, we I'd give them twenty billion dollars, and we would go to Brazil and say, "You gotta fix this thing, man!" Like, 
It's just like, God, it's just, I mean, the libertarian nightmare. I mean, it's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm sure that that money's really going to get to the right place, you know? Yeah. It's not just going to line the pockets of a bunch of people. Yeah, that that doesn't sound like a great plan. And it's like so far down on like the list of things to really, we need to talk about that it's just perplexing. Yeah, I mean, it. I really took, <laughs> it's funny you didn't hear that, because when he started talking about the Brazilian rainforest, I mean, I, that, I I had this like thing, it was like, oh man, he might be losing it now, like, because mm-hmm. I thought, that was, <laughs> you know, like he had some just mind fart, and he's just back yeah. in the 80s, uh, but, you know, and, and on, on that that topic, I, um, I wondered, um, I thought Biden performed better than i expected as far as just being lucid yeah he was fine he had various gaffes but they were Mm -hmm. they were isolated he said a couple of times words that just weren't even real words at all in firing (laughs) back at trump oh i wish there was a really funny clip Uh, oh it's about his taxes and he's saying uh well, you know, Trump's like, I'm going <laughs> to, that was a really bonkers exchange too, but yeah. uh, Trump's like, I'm going to reveal, um, you know, there, are you going to sh- show your tax returns or something? He said, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, I am. And then Biden's like, when? And then he just blurts out just some nonsense word, like, <laughs> plaboska, but like it was... <laughs> just, and I know I just got done... Scolding people for laughing at George Bush, <laughs> and yeah. this is deadly serious. But I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I I guess it's like, uh, man, I don't know if he's gonna be able to get in. I I mean, I think that what I, I'm laughing more out of the like I'm you know laughing because it's the only thing I can do to keep myself from crying type of yeah. thing. Like it's not. You know, oh, this guy's like an idiot. It's like, Jesus Christ, like you guys are going to vote for this person to <laughs> to lead yeah. our country. Um, and it ain't good. It's it's weird because like the, the biggest thing obviously that happened this year is COVID, right? And the only thing that happened really that I saw there was first. So, I mean, it's obviously something he can attack Trump on. So, you know, first he goes into it, he almost says 200 million people died again, and he, like, stops himself and changes to 200,000 again. So, like, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. You know how many people live in the country, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, he's uh, not good with numbers. Somebody else uh, pointed it out to me. They were like, you know, it's weird. It's not like he says 20, I mean, 200,000. It's like he'll be right. like 50 million, 90,000, 200,000. It's like, like, what's going on in your little noggin, man? It's just like all over the map. And this is, but this is like the key is that like, so often what happens is they wind up not really discussing the things that are complicated and difficult because it's not easy to like actually bash your opponent. Like Biden can obviously say, and he has like an, I don't know if he said this specific line at the debate, but he said it somewhere else recently. Like, like if he was in office, 200,000 people would be alive. It's like, you would have prevented every single COVID death. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, you can say something that's just batshit insane like that. Yeah. And if you're Biden, you don't get called out on it. Right. Whereas if Trump says that it would be like, Trump has God complex, thinks he could stop every death from occurring. Right. And right. then 
And then to say that and not say specifically like what you would have done that would have prevented that, it seems to be like it's enough to point out that this thing happened while the other guy was in office and that you just would have done better. And you say you would have done better. And then Trump goes, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. You know, that was like the debate, like you yeah. said, in a nutshell. Just, just Yeah. Just like, no, uh, yeah, yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, you, no, you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I, I mean, there wasn't any, I mean, you know, unless I missed it, it, it was it was very chaotic. But there wasn't any substantive talk about the economy. There was mm-hmm. talk about it, but I mean, I couldn't tell you right. what is different. I mean, the only thing I hear that was tangible was Biden saying, uh, like he wants to put, you know, like five hundred thousand charging stations around i mean it's just it's just like nuts like what like you know i mean these charging stations are effectively the equivalent of gas stations so i mean would you want the government to run all the gas stations i I just yeah i i don't get it and and you you know what on the environment like all all the environmental stuff they talk about it's like this is a perfect example like just let the market figure it out like if you Mm -hmm. If the government goes and does this, then they're going to produce way more, like, then the market is going to produce way more electric cars than it would have before. But that's not necessarily a good thing. Like, we don't, you know, there there is some other, you know, sort of pollution things. It's not so simple. Um, And I'm not, I'm not saying like on the whole electric cars are are worse than, than gas powered cars. I mean, I, I would assume that they're a little bit better for the environment, but I know that there's a lot of questions still around manufacturing and the batteries and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but it's not like totally clear. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, what you, I, just to say, like, it's like, you know, the U.S. gets bashed so often, you know, obviously, um, just for the amount of pollution per capita and, you know, that we, it's uh-huh. like, oh, cars, cars, everybody is cars in the U.S. And, I, and it's like, look, man, you know, if the government didn't go and just slap, like, interstate highways all across the country and connect everything uh-huh. by that, maybe we would, you know, maybe things would be a lot more like Europe. Like, why would... Like we yeah. have so much further distance to cover, like you, you honestly, mm-hmm. like a train would make great sense to, you know, to to connect these, you know, across these vast distances where you don't really have stuff to to see in the middle, and um, yeah, but you know the that to me is is the difference. It's, it's the highway system that just you know, and I mean, from what I understand. Um, it's been a while since I looked at this, but like gas prices, they should be much higher than they are. Mm-hmm. But there's just like massive subsidies that go into like keeping the gas price at the pump down. Um, and like I said, it's been a while since I talked about, it. but that kind of stuff, you know? And it's like, yeah. yeah, if you just left people to their own devices, like burning energy, using energy costs money. So yeah. people are naturally just like in general gonna want to conserve you know just but the government, a natural incentive to yeah. conserve of course yeah and the government just sort of is went 
you know, when they're operating, when those people are operating the capacity of governance, they don't really naturally have that, um, you know, overhanging, uh, I I don't know, limiting kind of pressure or something. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I don't know if we would have end up with a different system or we wouldn't have. But I mean, it it is worth pointing out that by investing in this giant interstate project, uh, you create path dependence. So, like, once it's there, people start buying cars. And then once everyone has cars, there's a strong incentive to maintain the system that's already there. Yeah. And who knows what would have happened otherwise. But, yeah. you know, that's the kind of malinvestment that you might expect from a command economy. Now, maybe in this case, it isn't that. It isn't, uh, it would have been what we would have ended up with anyway, given, like, how spread out a lot of people are in this country. But maybe that's a natural consequence of having spent all this money on roads. I don't know yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't ever like rerun the, uh, the experiment. Um, mm-hmm. but I, you know, another one I was thinking of, um, uh, you know, a much sort of smaller, um, example. Well, I was out in Seattle one time I was visiting the, the Boeing, um, factory or whatever. It, mm-hmm. it, I don't know if it, at the time, I think it was like the largest factory in the world or something they actually mm-hmm. like assemble 747s in there or something and uh it's it's super cool you know uh and you know you note that it's pretty far out of seattle um and they they actually like told us the story of it and basically they lobbied to get some road built out there by like the you know washington state yeah. government that would would allow them to then build on this sort of like really cheap land and build this big thing and like they i mean they they saved so much money because the government built this road for them and yeah you know so like ultimately just like a bunch of washington taxpayers had their you know their money taken out of their paychecks and everything like that and and just forked over to help boeing and it's like so that the governor can say, I brought 15,000 jobs yeah. to the state. Yeah, yeah, you did it by spending the people's money. So, like, what exactly are you bragging about? Right, right. <laughs> that you gave a bribe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just think about, like, what it would, you know, or, or the pressures that, they, like, they when they build, like, a railroad, on, um, the you know, east to west in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, who knows? I mean it's not like there wasn't corruption back then. So I'm sure they were getting state money to, to do stuff, but you know, just the, the economic incentives like really have to, you know, have to be there. I mean, it, you know, it's like you discover, Oh wow. We, you know, we discovered a a big thing of coal in this mountain. Um, but it's, you know, 5,000 miles away from like the nearest road Uh, Mm -hmm. like well is it near the water is it like that coal might just stay in that mountain and just like well we'll put a little marker here maybe someday we'll you know it'll make sense but it just doesn't make economic sense to get this coal out of the ground now and maybe that changes all that math too you know Mm -hmm. it just like puts so much you know different different motivations and um on on people but any anywho so back back to the quote-unquote debate (laughs) yeah Uh, what else what what was uh what was uh, one of your takeaways i mean my takeaway is that it's so hard to even remember like what to comment on because it was just them yelling at each other for so much of the time and then the the moderator 
So I guess we could talk about the moderator, but like yeah. I didn't see that he did anything that was that wrong. Like they were yelling at each other the whole time. He tried it a few times to maintain order. People were saying he was unfair to Trump. I don't know if I can agree with that. He was just he was he was irrelevant for the most part. I mean, they were just going to yell at each other the whole time. I would give, say forget get rid yeah. of the moderator. Yeah. Give these guys two chess clocks. They time in when they want yeah. to talk. They hit it again when they're done. And if you run out of time, that's it. You don't get to say anything else for the rest of the, the debate. Yeah. Just like have a, you know, yeah, right. Do like what we're doing right now. I mean, what yeah. we don't need this person feeding us questions. Uh, <laughs> they could even ask each other questions if they wanted to, uh, you know. Um, yeah. So my issue wasn't um, with the moderator. What is it? Chris Matthews? Is that right? Uh, Wallace. Chris Something Wallace. I think Chris Wallace. Matthews was our speaker at Drexel uh, when we graduated. <laughs> he was the guy, the hardball guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he spoke. Don't remember a word of that, but I remember that <laughs> was uh, interesting. Uh, so, yeah, so my issue wasn't that because I, I feel that, you know, Trump was like way more aggressive. And so, you know, I think that Wallace was, was a little bit, you know, having trouble just trying to to like deal with it and but you know biden i think would tend to back off when yeah. he was sort of told more um than than trump but mine was more just like the formulation of the questions um they just seemed uh, like and not i'm not saying like every one of them but i barely remember any kind of really hard-hitting questions to biden mm -hmm. or you know in just a way like asking trump like will you disavow white supremacy it to me it's just so loaded um, yeah and and it's implying that he's never done and so at like it's disingenuous just in on, on its face it's it's a lie yeah. he has that's he has pretty stupid yeah that one was stupid and um another one about the science of you know climate change well mm -hmm. um you know, it just seemed like very lefty, you know, based. It wasn't, I, you know, I don't know. Um, but I, that, yeah, that, that somehow then led into the Brazilian rainforest thing. <laughs> but, um, and, and I, yeah, I don't really remember them, but that, that was my issue. I, I did feel a bit like the, the questions were, you know, um, you know, a bit, a bit over the top. But and they were talking over each other, so they missed like uh, Trump's uh, best line. And he there was like uh, asked Biden a question about Antifa, and he was like, "Antifa is an idea, not an organization." And Trump was mumble something like, uh, "An idea for burn down your house." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was another. That actually brings up another big uh, one of my other takeaways was the the sort of absurdity in that argument and how it's. And and I will I will say this like I do feel like what you're saying that Trump in some ways was his own worst enemy like he yeah. he got Biden a number of times and let him off the hook because he just wouldn't stop talking and yeah. you know he had him um, but that you know the I <laughs> this this uh, statement which I've heard so many times that Antifa is an idea not an organization and. And so it's like, well, 
Well, what's white supremacy? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> like nobody can deny that that is just an idea. There's no organization called white supremacy. Now, in fact, there are many Facebook groups labeled as it's self-identifying as Antifa. There are mm-hmm. many actual physical places and times where people meet as a group of people under the there's even flags for antifa i mean you know like it you may argue that it's a it's a number of like loosely connected smaller groups fine that okay i don't know you know like to go beyond that you probably have to start to get into the world of like george soros is funding the whole thing or whatever i don't you know i don't know I've, i've never really like looked into that um but if you put a gun in my head, I'd say that yeah, probably true. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, if uh, communism's an idea too, but right. it's still killed between one and two hundred million people. Okay, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, and, let's and, not be too dismissive of ideas. Yeah, and it's like, look, man, like yeah, white supremacy was real bad, uh, or you know what? I, I don't even know that. Like, I this is another issue I have with the whole like white supremacy thing. Like, I don't even feel necessarily and and i i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe i just haven't thought it through enough but i don't even feel like that accurately describes like why there was slavery like you know like i I feel like it, it, it just i don't know i mean i guess like i guess you had to be i guess the idea is like there's no way you could treat people that poorly Unless you like believe that they weren't people, but I don't agree. I mean, no, no, yeah. that you could do anything. You could do yeah. a lot for money. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's really what I feel. I feel like they just, you know, d- go. Yeah, yeah, go on. To do that, I mean that that's a dangerous idea. It's dangerously wrong because it suggests that you know there can't be like a minority that differs like only minorly from you that could be treated heinously. But like, this is exactly the kind of genocides that you saw like in, in Rwanda and places like that to the outsiders, like, uh, what is it? The, the Tutsis and the, the Hutus, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they would be offended. Yeah, I'm sure they would be offended if I said this, but I mean, they all seem like people from a very small geographic area who seem very similar in like culture and appearance and they hate each other to the point where it was like killing with machetes. Yeah. So this idea that it, there needs to be this like large observable difference is complete nonsense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, at, the, look at the Muslims. Right. Right. Yeah. The they, Shias and, they, and the Sunnis. I mean, the Shias and the Sunnis. Yeah. And, and anyway, like the Muslims, there's a lot of black Muslims and the Muslims owned slaves for a very, very long time. Yeah. Nat- Native Americans had black slaves. So, you know, it's just like, no, it's like these people are willing to treat other people like garbage. There are some people who are just willing to do that to not acknowledge the humanity of another person because it's good for them. It gets them something. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, so I it, it's kind of it's yeah, it's just it's it's an odd thing to be like pulling back to um you know, now it just you know, when communism is sort of much, you know, bigger body count in more recent history you know like, yeah. like this type of slavery and you know whatever i mean like that's fine but like like so and, and i think that let me give you an example pat hold on let me stop you right there okay someone 
says something that's like hideously racist, they are going to be like an outcast from polite society. Okay. Mm. There was a tweet from the former CEO of Twitter telling someone that he looked forward to this because it's a guy he was disagreeing with, that he was going to be put up against a wall and shot in the revolution, that he was going to take a video of it and broadcast it on the internet. So you can talk about a violent communist revolution with your blue check mark that you're going to get somebody shot in the head and take pictures of it. And you can still be like Mr. Cool, like on the, on the VC scene. Like that's totally acceptable. Yeah. So that gives you an idea for what ideas here are like both hideously violent and murderous. And yet people are still willing to countenance and yeah. which ones are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a great example. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it too. It's it's like, look, if if you know you were opposed to slavery, um, you know, I wouldn't. I would still sort of say like, okay, you know, I mean, pretty much, you know, so is everybody in the United States. Like, <laughs> but agreed, terrible problem, like a terrible thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if if that came back, you know, we it is a very terrible part of our history. Um, but like, I feel like when they're talking about white supremacy, they're more talking about you know KKK, and I'm not saying that stuff's not bad, but mm-hmm. it's it's not like a massive thing when put next to slavery you know yeah. hundreds of years and and you know millions of of people uh you know uh that were killed or whatever you know just mm-hmm. lives absolutely destroyed and then the generations that you know follow like trying to yeah. to get out of that um but yeah but you know and and kind of like you said like i mean nobody nobody's like talking about like bringing slavery back (laughs) you know no i mean what they're what they're talking about is the kind of like biases that anybody can have uh but their claim is that they are are pernicious and ever present and have an outside uh, an impact that i would say is overstated so like we're arguing mostly like a matter of of degree but they, they put very uh these terms like you know racist but it's like just to be called that it's like, on the one hand, they want it to mean, like, this sort of subtle biases that anybody can have that we have to be careful to, like, ha- not not mm-hmm. keep inside of us and have processes that work against them. But on the other hand, they want to make it this this thing you call someone and that they can't say anything back or they're, like, completely cast out of society. Yeah. So, like, the idea means both of these things at the same time. Um, yeah. Whereas, like... These other things like communism and slavery, it's like we all kind of know what those mean for the most part, mm-hmm. um, and, and they're more they're more concrete, so they're harder they're harder to use in that way. Um, yeah, in a disingenuous way, I think. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Um, you know, the uh, I forget whose podcast I was listening to, but they just one where they were kind of talking about the language of like how the left is so good at you know wrapping up like just an an awful 
an awful idea in in like a, a pretty you know like a nice phrase and uh um you know like black lives matter and it's <laughs> yeah, right, like right. oh oh what you're against black lives yeah like, you know like it's like no it's not that you know simple and i i was thinking a lot about it. i was sort of pondering the different um the different examples that you know you could go through uh i mean i i, I can't i can't think of anything right now but you know you always wind up being racist or against equality or you hate the environment or you hate poor people or something like that you know whatever but if, you, if you're not for antifa what are you yeah. pro-fascist yeah, it's like yeah, you're either, yeah. it's either anti or you're pro yeah so if you're not with us you must be pro-fascist right. okay yeah 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 it's like it's like it's silly it's just know, goofiness it's like there's there's like me and this person standing here and there's a a murderer and a rapist in front of in front of us and this guy's like are you like anti-rapist but underneath that it implies that i'm gonna vote for the murderer to be like president of our organization and i'm like no man like no way like no and uh, he's like oh you're pro-rape you know it's like no like I, i don't like rape or murder like i don't want either of these people leading this organization like they should be in prison somewhere i don't understand uh but it never sticks and so i i I was still pondering it like i said and i think one of the it's uh it's almost like the it's the other it's the double-edged sword of having roots uh, you know, like a philosophical root to what we're mm-hmm. doing is that our language gets defined and then it's sort of stuck there. You know, we can't yeah. like, we're saying the same thing. I mean, I'm, you know, you and I are maybe not as well of a job, but we're saying the same thing that Mises wrote in Human mm-hmm. Action or, you know, Hayek would and wrote to serfdom to some extent. Maybe not everybody agrees with everything there. Or Rothbard <laughs> when they were like forming the Libertarian Party. I mean, there, there's yeah. very little divergence from these things. Um, but when you get to the, you know, and the Republicans as well, I, you know, the, I feel like the so the left I, I feel like just keeps trying to address they just come up with this these buzzwords and then they you know put a bunch of horrible stuff underneath it and I feel mm-hmm. like the Republicans always kind of lean on they sort of almost speak to some of these libertarian principles mm-hmm. but then they just do whatever the whatever they want <laughs> once yeah. they're in office like they whereas like you know obama really does try to get you know universal health care through you know mm-hmm. where the republicans rail against it but then they they have you know congress and they they have uh, the presidency and they do nothing about it they uh, they just re- remove the um the mandate uh, precondition or existing condition thing or whatever yes uh, that's all he did, which made it even worse. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, they they pay a lot of lip service, but you know, Pat, you could be amazed. You'll find people who claim that the the Republican Party is really run by libertarians, and that we hold the levers of power in this country and enforce austerity. Like, I'm not making this up. These are real statements. You can find people who fancy themselves as serious thinkers believe. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, it's it's very confusing to me, and it's not. It's weird that people can say things. So, but I mean, I think the main, I guess the main complaint is that you can be like a pundit or a thinker, and there isn't any obligation to have read anything or to like back up what you're saying with like a graph or even just a table. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, like here is how a much we spent. Of rows in an Excel sheet. Yeah. It's like here is the money that we spent year after year, and it's yeah. like. It's just like goes back to one of the things that happened a while ago. It's like when COVID first came out, it was like, oh, look at these massive cuts at the CDC. And it's just like, well, here's the year over year budget. I don't see any cuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Well, I read this article that said, it's just like, I don't know, man. Here's to the budget. <laughs> yeah. It's. It's bananas, man. Uh, yeah, that was a weird one. I oh, I wanted to say one more thing. So I I was reading a little bit about this. I I don't know why. I was trying to understand why like the Berlin Wall did not fall like today, X number of years ago. They keep referring to thirty years ago, but that would have been in twenty nineteen because it was eighty nine that I yeah. guess like you really look at it. So I don't I don't know why they're posting this stuff today, but the Jacobin. I think that's how you say it, Jacobin, mm-hmm. Jacobin, Jacobin magazine. Anyway, it's, I, I guess, like a socialist uh, publication that is pretty popular. Um, but mm-hmm. there, it's just an example of, like, the weird way that they speak. They have 300,000 followers, so pretty popular. They're located in New York City. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were talking about civil rights or human rights or whatever, right? Uh, human rights in East Germany. And they, they, they sort of talk about how, you know, it's really looked, you know, down what we would all think that like, it would be a joke to like, think about East Germany as this place for, you know, yes. looking for for uh, cues for human rights and and how how to like behave in your country or run things and so uh, so they said um, they were answering some question about like basically there there's all this stuff about the differences between human rights and then human rights and socialists and this but missing here is. And this is somebody sort of like talking to them, saying, but missing here is a notion of civil rights with which the individual can defend themselves against the state. Uh, Yeah. So, right. So that's like their problem. And so their response to this is certainly civil rights in East Germany couldn't be used against the state. Anything leveled against the state, the community would be seen as as egotistical individualism and not what socialism was about. But then they say, the point of the revolution was not to individualize rights in an atomized way, but to create a society, society in which everyone could realize their individual freedom and then in italics, collectively. Like, does this even make, like, like it's just, no. it's just yeah. word salad, you know? That's right. Just, That's what it is. It's just, and, and this is, uh, I mean, this would be like our reason magazine, right? Yeah. Which I, you yeah. know, I, I guess, I mean, these, these are, you know, these are supposed to be legitimate people and I'm not saying everything that reason magazine puts out, but you know, it is great. But I mean, I may disagree with something here or there but it's generally not just like this world sat word salad like 1984 style double speak our individual no, 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 yeah. individual not, freedom collectively like 
It's, yeah, you're not going to read an article at Libertarian Publication and have literally no idea what they're talking about. Like, there will be a set of words that correspond to the English language, and it's like, you can disagree with what they're saying, but it's just like, what, what does that even mean? It's like, you couldn't have your own newspaper. You could go to jail if you had a protest. Yeah. That's like the basic thing. See, I, that's so funny that that's what they said, because the normal rhetorical trick these guys do is they say, sure. Yeah, yeah, you could be dragged to prison in the middle of the night for saying something against a government official, but you had free health care. Yeah. So, so you had this one thing, which is a human right. At least this is something that, and this is something that Biden said: that healthcare is a human right at the debate. Um, so, like, that's the normal rhetorical trick, which is like nonsense. But it's nonsense for something that, like, you actually have to explain, and like, there's something that you can, someone can understand mm-hmm. uh, what that means. That. What you said, it was just like complete garbage. Yeah, just that, like throw it in a dumpster. It really jumped out of me. I mean, to have like individual and collectively what just separated by the word freedom, it just seems mm-hmm. so, so amusing. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's no, and I, you know, I've tried, I read, um, I started reading something called The Great Transformation one time. That was, that was, a, somebody pointed me to that as like, oh, this is the, you know, this is kind of like the new, the new hotness. You know what I mean? This is in the philosophical world. Like it's, it's like the next step beyond like capitalism and Marxism, you know, whatever. And I was reading, I think it's by a guy named Pollyani or something, but hmm. it was, yeah, I, 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 I really this. struggled to, to get, far through it I, I did not finish it and then i've even you know picked you know started reading like das capital and stuff and mm-hmm. i mean it it just falls apart so quickly when it's like they just don't he just doesn't define stuff you know he doesn't mm-hmm. he's just talking about money and banking and all this stuff and it's like whoa man like if this is your like big treatsy on the topic like just like slow down like what do you mean by money is this is like a big deal in the world of economics and (laughs) you know because it's like my definition my understanding of what money is nothing you're saying about it is true so like i think we need to stop and and like come to terms literally yeah first let's like level set here and like just get on the Mm -hmm. same page like if you you know and normally like i'm willing to say like okay if that's what you're saying money is then what i'm talking about is something different we can come up with a different name for it if we want but i'm Mm -hmm. definitely not talking about this thing that you're calling money or whatever Mm -hmm. you know um anyway another another tangent away from the old (laughs) the the debates uh trying to think of what you know we we talked about just him being you know sort of overbearing i thought the the one place where so i'll i'll say this i think that trump probably benefited from the debate i mean as far as like how much it's going to move votes i don't know i think he benefited Mm -hmm. more than biden um i think i agree dave smith talks a lot about you know he said i think that there's this sort of animal nature in people that we still have and trump just seems like a stronger person than biden in general biden is sort of feeble and even though he did better than expected the bar was so ridiculously low 
that you know it's no great accomplishment to to get above that he just basically needed to stay upright and you know not call the military a bunch of dumb bastards like he had <laughs> a couple days before <laughs> he got yeah. he got called out for it but nobody really yeah. picked that up um yeah, that was I thought funny. the one place where he really got Biden flat-footed was the law and order part. Did you where, did you see that part? I don't remember. So he, um, so they're, they're I, I don't know. <laughs> this was like the topic, law and order, which, you know, <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, kind of what we've been talking about. And a lot of people are, are coming around to this as well. I mean, I had to kind of come around to it is that, my, you know, at first I felt like, oh, man, all these riots and stuff. This is like bad for trump but it's actually probably turned out to be pretty good because yeah essentially yeah. trump is opposed to it and biden you know won't really come out and and be at strong opposition until very recently he's oh no it's, it's it's just like trump with the white supremacy it's like yeah. biden has issued statements against it but everybody just kind of believes underneath the surface that he has some level of support for it and it's the yeah. same with the Trump and the White. So that's what they continue to believe. And so unless the, the denial is totally 100% full-throated, almost over the top, and repeated, people are going to say that he hasn't, he hasn't denounced it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like there was a pretty clear change in strategy by the, the Biden campaign mm -hmm. to start to now overtly denounce the violence where okay. it was like not really done before um, early on i would agree with you but it's, yeah. it's been for for some time now i would think that he he issued some strong statements anyway proceed I mean, please yeah we yeah neither of us really have good i i recall it being a thing that like somebody started talking about on cnn like a you know biden like you know a, a democrat was just like you know they really need to announce this like you know mm -hmm. this isn't looking good you know and and it yeah, was the just polling sort of is really bad yeah that was uh yeah, yeah, that's uh, i can't remember what his name was oh man anyway yeah yeah it's um it, it, yeah so uh so so trump is they're, they're sort of going back and forth about that and you know trump's talking about you know that he you know that that the the police all the police organizations all these different yeah. police organizations backed him and and biden sort of like saying something like well they backed me too or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. Like, i don't know what exactly like what he was saying in there yeah, yeah. and then trump really calls him out trump's yeah. like he's like i don't think so he's like he's like no wait, wait like name one like law and order organization that has come out in support of you. Yeah. And Biden literally is just silent. It's like the only moment in the entire debate that is quiet. And I think that, and then Trump brings it up ass again. He's like, yeah. it's just one, one like Wallace starts trying to talk to yeah. fill the airspace. And Biden just literally says and say nothing. He just looks down at the podium, just like, woof, man. Trump totally was like when the person's like, oh, yeah, I love Rush. They're my favorite band. And you're like, name one of their albums. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, dude, he got him flat-footed there. So, and, you know, I I really, I, I mean, we've talked about before. Poser. <laughs> he, I think that Trump, you know, Trump's strategy is just like, look, I'm not trying, like, all you people that keep wanting me to, like, reach across the aisle, like, that's not how we're going to win this. We're going to uh -huh. win this by, like, continuing to appeal to the conservative, like, 
you know, yeah. part of this country and to get them to want to come out to the polls and vote. Like, I'm not the guy that's converting Democrats into Republicans. I'm the mm -hmm. guy that's like getting the Republican base excited so they will turn out enough with numbers and maybe getting some people that are on the fence or independents in some way. But, you know, I, I don't know how good a job he's going to be able to do with that when, you know, nine out of ten, like, major news outlets are, like, Democrat propaganda. I imagine it's pretty tough, you know? Um but you so, know, and I, I think that's the way he went. Like I feel like that's how he went. He got he got Biden to say that stupid line that Antifa is an idea. I mean, imagine if Trump said that white supremacy was an idea, mm -hmm. not an just or like yeah, the implication being it's only this yeah, thing, yeah. and therefore you shouldn't worry about it's it. It's like well, then he gets blamed pretty hard. Yeah, Antifa is an idea, and it's communism. So denounce mm -hmm. communism, then, buddy. Yeah. Like I mean, is it that big a deal? Like. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, you could be right. I, I'm just, I'm not great at this sort of strategizing. I don't, I don't know what it takes to move the, the general, you know, Joe public. I don't, right, right. Under, I don't understand him. Like, I don't understand, like, because like there were people though, that like voted for, uh, you know, Obama and then Trump. So like those people exist. Yeah. Yeah, I don't they're know. They're out there yeah. and they tip they tip this no, I'm serious, Pat. Yeah. They're saying those are the folks that really tip the scale. So you could say, get out the base, that's the one strategy. The other is like bring people out who wouldn't vote previously or just have weird ideas. Yeah. But yeah, it is it's like a it's a cartoon there's like a cartoon I saw where it's like the person, the, person, the, really the person was weird. just like, Oh, I don't know how to decide. I really like both of these guys, yeah. you know, after watching a debate. Who would say that? Yeah, that was the tweet of the night. I should uh <laughs> I should bring. I should actually like mention it because it was yeah. it was so good. Oh, I thought I I thought I sent it to you. That, maybe that is where I, I saw no, it. you. Sent I don't it think I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was like, "Wow, this is tough." No, you did. You said it. This is tough. I like them both. <laughs> that was so good. This <laughs> is tough. I like them both. Like <laughs> he's just watching the bits. Like just two great, you know, just two great guys, man. Like wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I um, I yeah. I don't. I'm just sort of throwing it out there like i don't really know but i just because of how off just the majority of people that do not consider the that wouldn't say what you would say that you just said would like claim to be like real political pundits that really understand all this i mean yeah. they were all you know almost everybody was wrong about this um yeah. and i you know just been looking at it and and looking at you know when i do occasionally watch fox news and you know it's like what they want trump to do you know, a lot of times is like, you know, you know, like kind of be this person to bring people together or whatever. And I think that's like, I don't know, man, I feel like his appeal is that, you know, he's just like, oh, I can do it. So we're going to put Barrett in Barrett Cohen in yeah. like, because yeah. I can like, that's the rules, you know. You, you know, you live by the rules, you die by the rules. Like, I didn't I, make these rules up, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use them to my benefit. I, I think that people people don't, I will say this, people don't like people who appear insincere. 
And if he started being Mr. Reach across the aisle, it would yeah. look really insincere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. He um... Now, I will say he could come out of this hospital from COVID and be Mr. Let's beat the virus. I'm locking the country down for a month. Yeah. Like, you should be scared about that because that's like that's like an election winning type move. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I So I, I was trying to think, like, coming out of this, where they sort of stand that you know on the riots you gotta look at trump as the the one sort of that's at least opposed to it and that wants to go in and you know obviously i don't want the national guard roaming the streets of america but you know Mm -hmm. that's basically what he wants to do and or at least let the police you know sort of do their job and stop people from you know burning down buildings and stuff uh he came out, it's like he doesn't want, you know, lockdowns. He wants to open up the economy. Mm-hmm. Biden wants them. I I think that that is the popular position as well. I think that these are the kind of like weird things that are, I mean, I don't, I mean, I can you really, I mean, it's, is law and order a Republican thing? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's not clearly. Uh, it doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? Like, no. look at... Clinton. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the super predators. And that's they, yeah. they're calling Biden out on the carpet for this as well as being yeah. big, like, you know, putting all these these war on drug bills in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that he's kind of Biden is getting put on the, a bad side of things. And in a way that I think might resonate in, in the voters mind without the media like really picking up on it like cnn like yeah. not really realizing that it's like no man like even people that think covid 19 is a real serious issue which is a lot of people you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and i think a lot of republicans as well but they would rather just like have these states open up and just like yeah wear masks and you know try to just be like conscious just be like conscious people but like we you know it's gonna, you know, the 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 economic fallout of this is is happening. It is now, and it's gonna continue. Yeah, it's interesting. I, it's I don't I don't know, man. I I think that there's a there's gonna be a big dice roll coming up because I don't Trump is pretty far behind. So something is something is gonna go crazy. Is he? Yeah, though? I do. Is he I mean, behind? Yes, he is. I mean, like, when you look at the Ra- the Rasmussen polls, he's not really. It's neck and neck, and they were the mm-hmm. ones that were correct the first time. Okay, right. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll I'll grant that, but it was a really it was really super close last time, and he's farther behind this time, as mm-hmm. far as what I've seen than last time. So, you know, no, that would make I, I, sense because uh, that that you could still say that because I think Rasmussen actually had him in the lead last time mm-hmm. going in. Okay. Uh, whereas now, like, I think the last thing I saw was Biden was up by one, but that was before the debate. It was, like, up by mm. one point. But it had been kind of, like, flip-flopping. So it could be very close. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not. I, I, you know, I have no idea. And then not to mention, like, all these mail-in ballots and all this crazy stuff. Uh, I, I don't know if yeah. you've been seeing anything from that, like, Project Veritas. I did I did see that. I mean, that's, that's probably a really small operation. So for people who didn't see it, there was this video from Project Veritas where... They saw uh, workers for uh, Ilan Omar um, harvesting ballots from old people. And uh, this thing kind of stuff does happen. Yeah. Like, uh, 
I, I've heard I've heard stories of other people doing it who go and volunteer at these places, and you know they could frame it in terms of helping the old people fill out their ballots. But like, there's a fine line between like helping someone who is not fully there and election fraud. Yeah, right. <laughs> and right. that kind of that kind of stuff just happens like all the time. Yeah, and if um, somebody's not fully there, like. Well, then you know, don't vote. Like, I, I, yeah. you know, what I mean, if you if you're not like aware enough to be able to like handle a, a ballot and decide, right. you know, do you really like know? But what it's not really their choice at that point. Yeah. It's the person who's helping them. Right. So right. yeah, you know, yeah. and that person that person is getting what they want so by, I, by pushing them. So I would admit, so. I admit that this is something that uh, I have some fear about and. I'm not sure if it's well-founded. This Project Veritas thing definitely didn't help. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of exactly the type of thing. But I could... I don't know. Let me throw this out. I could see it being a much bigger deal on in smaller local elections, maybe, versus yeah. a national, because you, you would have to do this all over the place. Um, yeah. Or at least in swing states, I mean, or maybe if it's so close at one swing state, like, you know, but even to move an entire state, like, it's a big deal. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's like, normally, I don't think that this stuff matters that much at all. But when things are so ridiculously close, there's a hundred things that matter. And so yeah. I couldn't tell you that this isn't going to be one of, like, a hundred is an exaggeration, but one of the ten things that moves things, you know, 0.4% in one direction versus the other. Yeah. Maybe it is, but there's, you know, there's probably a dozen other such things. So it is, it is something to keep an eye on. I think it's more of a concern this time because, like, what have we seen so far this year? We've seen that, like, in an uncertain situation, our government is, like, really unable to behave, like, in an organized fashion. And this year, you're going to have a factor, an order of magnitude more mail-in ballots than usual. Mm -hmm. I have, I definitely think it's going to be a complete, like, crap show yeah. uh, in terms of processing those things. It's going to be hugely delayed. And if it is wind up, if it does wind up being close and there are all these delays, the adrenaline level is going to go way up in this yeah. country. Yeah. And there will always be a story where in state X, Y, or Z, it was really close and it was really fraud. And then you have mm -hmm. stories for decades, like how Nixon should have really beat Kennedy. But, you know, the Kennedy family did some fraud. It was in Chicago or whatever it was mm -hmm. supposed to have been. And Carrie and uh, Bush in Florida. Yeah, that's, that's right. Still, I actually never really... Um kind of learned all that was going on there but i know there's a lot of people that like straight up think that like yeah they they fucking stole the election and bush yeah. shouldn't, have, shouldn't have won mm -hmm. um, yeah it's pretty crazy yeah i i i do think just even just kind of talking through it a little bit at least you know um makes it seem yeah like i think that's a good point to say like sure there is definitely going to be fraud, like at mm -hmm. some level, like at least yeah. one ballot is going to be thrown <laughs> yeah. away. Right. So we know that for sure. So that's just like, is it going to be enough to move the needle? Well, maybe. Or is it just going to be about the same amount of fraud, right and left? I don't, mm -hmm. you know, may, maybe that as well. And then, uh, and then they, the, they did bring up the idea of it being somehow settled in the Supreme court, which I don't really even know what that looks like. Like, what are they bringing 
to the Supreme Court. Like, okay, these are the counts. Uh, do you think we did it right? Like, what? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it would probably be something like happened in Florida, where there's some question as to whether or not there should be more or recounts of the whole state in just counties or something like that, and then there will be a ruling. That's my, my nightmare scenario, and why, like, you know, I don't. Ha- I, I I think it would be better in general for the uh, libertarians to get this more, another justice on the court, but if they don't get it on. I think there's a possibility of real catastrophe because the odds that there is something that goes to the Supreme Court is higher in this election than I think in several elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if the court winds up being equally divided four to four because they don't have the ninth justice, there's no resolution to that as far as I know. Just civil war. The, there's no authority. <laughs> there's no author- There's no further authority to appeal to. We have some yeah. kind of constitutional crisis. And I don't know how it gets resolved. Yeah. I feel like you just you gotta have a duel. You got that would be the hey, answer. You gotta. You know duel. what? If we could agree to that now, yeah. I feel much more comfortable because then it's just one person dying. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, man. I. I mean, I can imagine a pretty bonkers scenario where we enter into like a new era of the United States government where. This election is never somehow like formally wrapped up and no victor is ever declared. And we literally like somehow just like we don't even like without anybody meaning it or whatever, but they just don't know what to do. And it's just mired in these insane like lawsuits and Trump's just sort of there still for a while but he's an old guy and then like i mean i could imagine it like years i mean after what i've seen in this this year like i don't know something's going to like really throw a wrench in the like the united states government thing and like wouldn't it be kind of funny if it was just something this weird that they just like couldn't figure out who won the election yes. like like what do you do like what what happens in january rolls around and they're like i don't know i think we should recount again and right. we don't really know and like now like there's all these i mean who knows man? it could go on for years it, it, it could probably someone would change their fine so like if it was if it wound up being supreme court i i what you're saying sounds like weirdly plausible despite despite how crazy it seems and it might be the opportunity for the legislature to actually like get its power back mm-hmm. but probably before like many months went on someone would cave like in the election of 1800 there was a split that couldn't be resolved and uh jefferson and um remember the second place guy adams was in third the second place guy was like uh Hickney or i think is his name oh. And there was, there was, no one had an outright majority in electoral college. And so it went to, uh, it went to the house. I think it was, I might be mangling some of the details here, but it, and it was tied there as well. Um, and I think that what wound up happening was the one guy from Delaware in the end was just like, this has gone on too long. Forget it. And he just like went against his party and oh, changed wow. his vote. And that's how Jefferson got into office. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it could be, uh, I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. It would take a lot of people to sort of remain gridlocked. Yeah. Uh, to, to, you know, 
kind of kind of keep it flowing. So so maybe there is a little bit of um, you know genius in the the U.S. political system. Uh, we'll we'll see because they they seem to be approaching like a pretty nasty potential train wreck. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how they uh, they um, they deal with it. Uh, so we've been talking a while. I, I feel like I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like there's so much to, I could keep going, but I also kind of <laughs> want to just sort of wrap it up and, and put it. Yeah. Let's, ra- a let's wrap this on. one up. We got more for next time. There'll be so much more crazy stuff that happens yeah. by then. So, so I mean, know. we haven't really talked, I mean, at least, at least say something about this Trump with coronavirus. Uh, yeah. the latest is he, I don't know if you saw a video. He just put up a video in the last like hour or two. The four minute video he just put. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying, you know, he's saying he's okay. He's, he definitely has had symptoms. He's getting some sort of treatment. Um, and he, he sort of noted or mentioned that it sounds like he's saying that, uh, Melania is, is doing better than him or has sort of mm-hmm. less symptoms because he was saying that like, you know, statistically like this makes yeah. sense. Cause she's like, he was saying, he said, made some joke about her being just yeah, yeah. slightly younger than him. <laughs> <laughs> so see, he still yeah. has his sense of humor. So, um, I mean, they, you know, somebody did mention that I think I think it was George W. Bush twice turned over power to Cheney because he was getting colonoscopies, and I guess mm. when a, I guess he has to go under for that, so that may be the reason. Yeah. Like when you're like actually under, like you obviously can't you know do anything. So I I, I would imagine that as long as Trump doesn't like get mm. any real symptoms, he won't use the invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment or whatever. Uh, but I mean, in this crazy world, that would seem dangerous because I feel like there might be something that like could happen if he actually relinquished control for a day. Like that might be the I end of him. He might wind up like in chains and like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't think that's what would happen. But you could. You, you could be right. I, he looked. He looked really sick. Uh, the, he took a short video before he went in, and I, yeah. I saw it, and I was like, this is a guy who feels really sick and is trying not to look sick. Yeah, yeah. But in the four, the four-minute thing that just got posted, I said, oh, he, he looks he looks much better. Now, it's just like when you're sick, some days you feel better, yeah. some days you feel worse. So I'm not saying the guy's not – he could have one foot in the grave for all we know. Yeah. Giving him all these experimental treatments the rest of us don't have access to. Uh, I'm not sure that I would really take them. Right. Uh, they could be. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, he even said that it's really the next kind of few days or the big, like, that's what they were, I guess they're telling him, like, that's what it seems like. Like it's, things are fine now, but he's not, he's definitely not out of the woods yet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, you yeah, know, we'll obviously see. if he dies, I mean, then, <laughs> I mean, that's all. I, I would, I would bet, you know, good money against that. But um, mm. obviously, the odds of that are low. But yeah, if, I mean, they're they're less than ten percent, but not a ton less than ten percent, given his age and obesity and yeah. previous heart issues and stuff like that. Crazy man, like in you know, and not like I mean, he's not the first uh, president to have 
some medical issues in office, mm-hmm. um, but nonetheless, it's uh, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. And and uh, they you know people have been talking about this October surprise. I guess it's just like a <laughs> thing in elections or something. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So and is this it? I mean, this is a pretty big one. Uh, I thought you were going to bring a conspiracy here of like who gave Trump oh, COVID. No, I thought you know. <laughs> I you know, I've heard them and I got to tell you I don't know if I'm finally growing up or uh, or or what, <laughs> but they all just seemed a little far out to me. Uh Amy, one one thing I would say is I I don't know that it's very easy to just like get a virus into somebody else. I mean, I guess, yeah. you know, you, you would just do it through like, well, just sneeze and talk a lot or something and they'd have to mm-hmm. get her on board or um but yeah, as far as this the impact on the election, I mean, I can't imagine this is good in any way. Like this I I feel like I can put myself in the shoes of like you're like really whacked out QAnon Trump supporters and uh I think that deep down inside this shakes them a little bit they're a little bit shaken you know like okay okay I, I think so not now obviously those well those people are so like irrational that they are maybe the type of people that could completely flip you know, yeah, to, to yeah. like go Biden uh, because they <laughs> they've been so on one side that maybe it's like they could possibly switch over. But I do think that that to some extent you you like the people that are virus is a hoax, like the real that like real sort of hardcore uh, group. Yeah. Um. There's you know him really actually being sick is going to be interesting because they cannot possibly believe that he's pretending to be sick right like why would he like if he's pretending to be sick then he's in on the hoax so either way it's bad now i'm not saying and justify the means pat he pretending to have a hoax virus so he can look super strong when he struts out of the hospital (laughs) yeah so (laughs) i know well so as far as practical uh like actual effects certainly the next debate is not going to happen and he will not be doing anything you know on the on the campaign trail for at least like the next two weeks and that's if and that's like the shortest number right that's like yeah if he's actually just has a mild case and nothing really happens but i mean it can definitely extend if it's serious like well beyond two weeks i mean that's what everybody i think is almost almost everybody that i hear talking about is basically just assuming this is a two-week thing and then boom he's going to be back at it and it's like well you know we'll see yeah that's not a good assumption yeah it's Unless he has a really great next couple of days. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you know, he really gets sick. Yeah, I, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Er, uh, crazier. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, uh, like, let, let's say, I mean, let's say, assuming he doesn't die, right? He's in the, the mm-hmm. 90% or whatever of, of obese 70-year-olds that don't die. Um, but what would be, like, and a middle of the road where he's he's pretty seriously ill, but then recovers. Like, what is the timeline? Do you do you have any uh, recollection? Yeah, like a like a, a month. Yeah, I mean that's like so, you're basically can, at the election. They'll they'll wheel him in the wheelchair so he can cast his ballot. 
That is going to, that would be terrible for him, I think. Like, if he really gets sick, I don't mean the wheelchair thing. It, honestly, they would, they would get some DARPA, like, exoskeleton under his suit and just like, and he'd walk out, put in that vote, maybe just like smash open the door, like, I'm even yeah. more powerful now. Uh, so, no, but I think, um, I mean, that would, that, I think would be like the final nail in the coffin of, of this election. If he is really sick and is basically out of commission from now yeah. until al- almost election day, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's such a man now. These guys are, I mean, Biden is, you know, they, the Hyden Biden or whatever you want to call him, but it's just like you can take all the precautions in the world and still get it. Biden could get it before election day yeah. if he's not careful. Then we're going to have two guys <laughs> who are both in the hospital, and you have to pick between one of the two yeah. geriatric guys who could die. <laughs> they would have, oh or, my God. <laughs> do, you, do you think that Joe Jorgensen could actually crack 3% if the other <laughs> opponents were literally dying? Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, Joe, come on. I know, I know. I haven't heard anything, uh, anything really from them recently. I think she, she's she's just doing the normal campaign stuff. She's encouraging people to vote for it. I sent some stuff around to yeah. family members who were very disappointed in that in that debate. So I'm yeah. telling you, if you know people who were disappointed, send them. They had a, a very nice uh, interview with Reason like that, or just send them her issues page. Because the thing looks perfectly fine to me. 90% of it should be non-scary to regular people. Yeah. All right. All right. So there we go. Joe, JoJo's still out there. Yeah. She's still... She's got a shot. Yeah. I mean, maybe if they all... All of the known Republicans and Democrats all die of coronavirus. Maybe we <laughs> could have the first libertarian... Uh, what? You know... In, in office and a yes. woman, a first woman president. That's the important part. Yes. The important part. <laughs> That's the important part. Yeah. So, man, I, I, uh, I haven't. I Coronavirus is like, engineered in the Cato Institute and in Reason <laughs> Magazine headquarters. They, yeah, they struck a dark deal with uh, the Chinese government and did this. Yes. Yeah. When the libertarians and the communists work together, <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> so man dude i i'm uh i haven't really like consider i i mean when i say oh everybody thinks that it's just going to be okay you know two weeks and it's going to be done me included like i yeah. honestly like i just i, I feel like there's like so much stuff has been happening uh coming out like i i really haven't spent a lot of time you know mulling over much uh it, it you know any one thing in particular but that is a a wild uh premise there um mm-hmm. and that definitely could be it yeah and i and i agree i mean you know it, it that would be bonkers if, if biden also got it but yeah it would be kind of funny if like he's like oh yeah now i don't look so dumb i've just been sitting in this fucking basement just yeah, yeah. waiting for trump to die basically yeah, yeah. I, one one last thing I'll say about this is a uh, a buddy of mine texted me the other day. He was just like, "What what happens if Biden dies? Like yeah. after the kind of like before the election is sort of wrapped up? 
Uh, you know, but now, you know, well, what happens if, you know, Trump passes away? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, higher you can't you can't swap out the people on these ballots. I don't actually know if if he could be if he's like that could be validly elected if he's, you know, dead. It's not, I don't think it could just be like, oh, you get the vice president. I don't think yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, they said so. I was needed to be sworn in first. So one thing they were saying with um, so with the twenty fifth amendment, the way it works is so uh, you know obviously like they they name Pence or you know he can mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess it doesn't have to be Pence, but you know sensibly it would be Pence, and then like if it was like really serious. And he's not back, like he's not able to continue or whatever. Like he's definitely not going to be the next president. Like the RNC actually can then choose basically anybody they want. Like it doesn't have to be Pence. So the RNC is basically freed up to to choose a different Republican uh, candidate. So it, I don't know who. But it, it wouldn't be on the ballot. Like you have, you can't change the name on the. I, I have some strong sense that you can't change the name on the ballot because this has happened before or recently where someone who was running for office got in legal trouble and they wanted to change the per the party wanted to change the person on the ballot and they were not allowed to by like some state election law. So I'm not going to claim to be an expert here, so I'm not going to say I'm not going to argue with it, but it would be very. But I mean, these guys are at the top tier, so maybe they get special exceptions for everything. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Do you have to leave a dead person like on the ballot? That seems, you know, on seems like they they must have built something in to account for that. But no, yeah. no. <laughs> the votes are wasted. Yeah, vote for Joe. I don't care. You don't want to waste your vote. Yeah, you don't want to waste your vote for a dead man. Vote You're for right. Joe. <laughs> Could she beat a dead body? I don't know. I still think Trump Trump would win. So, all right. Well, cool episode. Lots of really, really cool stuff happening. A bunch of uh, COVID-positive tests in the NFL. There's at least one yeah. game canceled this week. So that's starting to look sketchy. Um, and that's all I got. You any, anything else before we sign off? No, man. Let's let's get off before something happens and yeah. then we have to start a new topic. Should, yeah. <laughs> should, should we just like check Twitter trending real quick? Just to make no, sure. no, don't do it. <laughs> Trump did not wear a hidden oxygen tank while heading to the hospital. Bud feeds news and lead stories confirmed. <laughs> so apparently, okay. uh, and and he had to be convinced. That was the big CNN high, uh, headline: is how Trump was convinced to go to Walter Reed because apparently uh. he's like a uh, like a well, like a what are those like anti medicine? Uh, oh, Christian Christian. scientist. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're like treating him like he's a Christian scientist or something. But <laughs> anyway, so no, I don't, I don't see anything um, too, too crazy. Uh, looks like we are, we're in the clear. We're in the clear to sign off. Okay, very <laughs> All right. good. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.